0: al-Rahim. this is the english summary uh, just in a translation of the majlis of hazard maulana qamr Saab zama Barakatuhum, which took place on wednesday the 28th of safar 1443 corresponding with the english date 6th of october 2021 this majlis took place at masjid aisha Anwar da Society, Pani Gate, Baroda, Gujarat. This majlis took place more or less at about 10 a.m. in the morning. Hazrat Wala starts off by quoting the ayat of the Qur'an, for ka rabuka Fatarada. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala goes on to say that this journey of mine's was very lengthy and I have reached here. Morana Iqbal Saab must have addressed you already, but in short, let me tell you a few things. The youngster, my son, has recited uh, Al-Qur'an. And this particular surah, surah duha, in which there is a very important ayat which holds great hope for the believing people. Sayyid Jafar al Sadiq, Rahimahullah used to say, by and large, the masses understand the ayat La Takanatumir Rahmatillah to not become despondent of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They understand this verse to hold the most hope for the believer. But we, the Ahl the Khandan of Nubu'at sallallahu alayhi understand this particular ayat, يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ To be the ayat that holds the greatest hope for the believer. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى Ya Rabb shall soon give you, and you shall be pleased. And the hadith, we learn from the hadith, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi will not be pleased and satisfied until that time that all his ummatis have been taken out from jahannam and granted admission into jannah allahu akbar what a great grand favor of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam upon us nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam's dua was also this to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now, Nabi sallallahu alaihi grand favor can also be understood from this particular hadith. Hazrat Wala quotes the hadith of Bayhaqi, which is related in Shu'abul Iman from Anas ibn Malik in ta'ala He says that Rasulullah sallallahu wa asked the Sahaba, هَلْ تَدْرُونَ مَنْ أَجْوَدُ Do you know who is the most generous? Qalu, the Sahaba replied, "Allahu wa a'lam." Allah and his Rasul know best. Rasulullah sallallahu then answered the question himself Allah ta'ala ajwadu judan Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the most generous Thumma ana ajwadu bani Adam Thereafter I am the most generous from all the children of Adam Wa ajwaduhum min ba'di rajulun alima ilman fanasharahu Thereafter, the most generous person after me would be that person who knew some type of knowledge of the Deen. Nasharahu, He spread it, he passed it on. يَأَتِي al الْقِيَامَةِ amiran Wahdahu, He will come on the day of Qiyamah as a uh, uh, a very wealthy person, as a leader. Or oh, oh, he had said, Ummatan he will come, this one person will come as an ummat on his own, meaning such status would be granted to this person. So look at the jude and the generosity of Rasulullah on this ummah. You know, here yeah, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked the Sahaba a question. Hazrat Muranashah used to also frequently ask us, make mutanaba from us, give us imtihan that. What is your halat? What is your spiritual state? And we used to write, I'm reading Barat Asbi," I'm doing this, I'm doing that. But at the bottom he would write, ka kya hal? Uh, tell me, what about your akhlaq? Could it be that you are doing all these a'mal and you still have hasad within yourself? You still have greed within yourself? You, you may bother the entire night, but you are self-conceited. You're attributing those deeds to yourself. You don't understand it to be A bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahu Akbar it comes we learn from the narrations that a person recited Al-Quran nevertheless Allah Ta'ala is giving the reward and he asks Allah that Oh Allah how come the reward of this particular ayat the reward of this particular ayat is not uh, mentioned or is not given to me and Allah Ta'ala then says to him yes All those ayat were read for me. But thereafter, when the thief came near to the veranda or to the door, and you heard about that, you started reading loudly so that the thief could understand that there is someone in the house and the thief would then back off and then go away because there is someone at home. So that ayat actually was read in chasing the thief and not for me. Allahu Akbar. The importance of ikhlas and sincerity. Allah Ta'ala bless us with ikhlas. You know, who was his audience? His audience was Hazar Qari Tayyab, Monana Ali Mia, and the list goes on. And what did he tell them? What were his talks to them? It was that of ikhlas and sincerity. And then after that, what would he encourage them to do? That listen, come out of customary recitation, resmi tilawat, and come into haqiki tilawat, genuine tilawat, that tilawat which is carried out with the heart, tilawat, is tilawat in reality when it gives motion to the heart. Nagmah Sarmadi suna hamne must banadiya kisne? You know we heard nagmah Sarmadi referring to kalam e pak. We heard the Quran e majid. We listened to the recitation of the Quran e majid and. Uh, we wonder actually who had actually put us in this trance in this spiritual ecstasy in this hal in this spiritual state now this year these couplets actually show the and denote the high grand spiritual status of the one who uttered these words hazrat hajim dadullah rahimahullah now that was the peer and the sheikh now listen to the hal of uh, the student and the murid hazratan rahimahullah look at his attachment to the Qur'an. On one occasion he came and ayats of the Qur'an were recited and then he sat down to give his discourse and his majlis and he could not speak and they saying, Hazrat, advise us and he's saying that I'm unable to speak, such a type of state has overwhelmed me with the recitation of this youngster that I'm unable to speak. Now this was how much of attachment our pious predecessors had with the Quran. This passion, the shagaf, this lagao, this attachment, the passion, connection with Al-Qur'an. The most amount of proximity that can be achieved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, gaining of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with the recitation of the Quran. Sayyidina Imam Malik, uh, sorry, Sayyidina Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal Asks Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala, بِمَا أَتَقَرَّبُ ilayk, How will I gain closeness to you? And Allah Ta'ala says to him, Bitilawati kalami, With the recitation of my kalam in my speech referring to Al-Qur'an. He asks again quickly, بِفَحْمِنْ أَوْ بِلَا Fahmin, With understanding or without understanding? And Allah Ta'ala says to him, replies, بِفَحْمِنْ أَوْ بِلَا Fahmin, With understanding or without understanding? You know, people have mixed up everything. And they actually discourage people in reciting the Quran without recitation. No, mere, sheer, pure recitation of the Quran, even though without understanding, would bring closeness and proximity to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and one would be rewarded for it. Yes, if a person reads with understanding as well, that's a different thing, different subject altogether. It is meritorious and will be rewarded even more as well. But we cannot say that mere recitation goes uh, without reward. So Sayyidina, Jafar I Sadiq says that this ayat holds the most hope for the believer according to us, the ahl bayt You know Rasulullah in this particular surah, We learn from the narrations of the hadith that a uh, corn a stick of corn was put in front of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he just about began to eat it and somebody came a beggar came and said ya Muhammad I'm so hungry give me something to eat and Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam gives him to that and the person who actually gave that to Rasulullah sallallahu was disappointed that I brought this for Nabi Sallallahu Wasallam. He was so hungry, and now just see what happened now. Nevertheless, the person followed this person, the beggar, the beggar goes into the marketplace, he then sells it. So the the original person who granted that to Nabi sallallahu then purchases it, brings it back to Nabi sallallahu The person comes again and asks again the second time. And this happens a second time, a third time, a few times. Due to which Nabi sallallahu becomes restless and he says that what type of a beggar is this? Nabi sallallahu reprimanded him and scolded him. And what happened? Allah Ta'ala took Nabi sallallahu alayhi Wasallam to task. Rather, may tarbiyat of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, gave to the ummah that wa ila fala tanhar and do not scold the beggar. Do not scold the beggar. Now look at this here. Can we how much of ilm and knowledge Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had and how much of tarbiyat he had then too Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continued giving Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam more ilm, more culture, and more tarbiyat. And that's why Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam even remarks at this. What was his impression and gesture to all of this? Alamani rabbi fa ahsanata Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave me ilm, and he perfected me in knowledge and ilm. He done the best. وَأَدَّبَنِي رَبِّي فَأَحْسَنَ تأديبي. And my Rabb gave me adab. He gave me culture. He gave me tarbiyat. He gave me a solid grounding in upbringing in my spirituality. فَأَحْسَنَ تأديبي. And he done well. He perfected it. Allahu Akbar. Look at the surah of the Quran in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks to Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa and Allah Ta'ala says, Abbas, that he frowned and turned away because a blind man came to him. The blind man was Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Umi maktum who came to nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he was persistent he was saying allimni allimni and at that time nabi sallallahu Alaihi wasallam was preaching islam to a few leaders of the Quraysh. because he was blind he did not realize and understand the situation and nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam wanted uh, understood this to be an opportunity, and these people are not here all the time. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam ignored this person. Allah Taala immediately took Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam to task, and Allah Taala said he frowned, meaning the Rasul of Allah, and he turned away, abasa. وَتَوَلَّا Anja Ahul الْأَعْمَىٰ Because a blind man came to him. وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ ya يَزَّكَّىٰ أو يَذَّكَّرُ فَتَنْفَعَهُ How do you know that perhaps he will be purified? And he may take heed and the advice will prove beneficial to him. أَمَّا مَنِسْتَغْنَىٰ As for him, the Qurayshi leaders, they were indifferent, they did not care. For ta tasadda to him, do you attend? Wama alayka Allah yazzaka. When there would be no blame on you if they are not purified. I mean they are not Muslim in the first place. Wa man yasa فَأَنْتَ Anhu Talaha As for him, as for the blind Muslim who comes running to you. In fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to him you show indifference, to him you give a little attention. Allahu Akbar, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If there could have been hypothetically, if there could have been any verse that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, could have hidden or kept a secret. It would have been these verses, the opening verses of Surah to because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala reprimanded Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and scolded him. But look at this. Look at the ta'lim. Look at the ta'dib. Look at the parwarish. Look at the tarbiyat that has been is being made of Rasulullah sallallahu wa sallam and look at. The response of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa thereafter, our role model, our Nabi, Allahu Akbar, whenever Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Ummi would then come, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa would stand in honor of him. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would spread his chadr and his shawl for him that it was because of this person here that I got this type of ta'aleem and this type of tarbiyat. You know, even looking at the Quran is not empty of reward. Love for the Qur'an is not empty of reward. A person opens the Qur'an. He understands. What does he say? Hadha, kalam rabbi This is the speech of my Rabb. You know when Ismail Buta went to one of these countries and he meets this old lady and she hands over to him a script, a copy of the Qur'an and she says <coughs> that I've been holding this Qur'an at my chest for the past 70 years. Now tell me, just that Amal of hers, she may have been in that communist country, they have been deprived of Islam all those years. In fact, you would have been executed if you were found with a, a copy of the Qur'an. She says, I had on my chest, had it hidden with me, the Qur'an, the script of the Qur'an, Here, yeah, you can have a look at it, you can take it. Now, will that go empty-handed? Will it go without reward? Most definitely, they would be rewarded for that. Alhamdulillah, ala ihsani, all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for His kindness on us, the people of Gujarat. Alhamdulillah, Here, there is a riwaj. People have the attention to the Qur'an-i-Majeed. And one who has his attention, his tawajjuh, His focus on the Qur'an, in actual fact, his focus is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, like how a king, like how a rich person who has these singing girls at his side, and how passionately, and how with so much of attention he listens to their words, many, many more fold. Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listen to the servant reading his kalam, Allahu Akbar? You know, I was so delighted this morning when I woke up before the Fajr Salat that on just awakening, I see someone reciting Al-Qur'an. It brings so much of happiness to me. Even though it may be a little, but keep a practice of the recitation of the Qur'an in our daily lives. Towards the end of his life, Hazrat al Shah Wasiullah Sahab would abundantly speak on this particular article and topic, the recitation of the Qur'an-i Majeed. Who were his attendees? Hazrat Kari Abdul Majid Sahab, Daryabadi. And he was a Mufassir of the Quran himself. But what impressions does he go and he writes in his magazine and his Risala, As Siddiq? I mean, his impressions were this. You can take it this way that I am a Mufassir of the Quran, but I was negligent when it came to that of tilawat. I learned this from Hazrat Morana Shah Siyullah Sahab. Tilawat of the Qur'an. When we recite the Qur'an, Allah ta'ala commands us to recite Utlu ma min al Recite that which has been revealed to you from the book. And why should we recite? Taqarriban ila So that we can gain closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bitilawatihi wa then, li and when we recite the quran over and over again what will happen the wordings of the quran would be protected by means of memorization wa istikshafan and when we recite over and over and over again we ponder we make r we make the dabur then what would happen allah ta'ala would open up the maani of the quran to us our hazrat Alama ibn Taymiyyah would go out into the jungles and he would go into Sajda and he would cry to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala, Allahumma allimni, Allahumma fahimni, O Allah teach me, O Allah make me understand your kalam, how you opened up the secrets of the Quran to the other Mufassirin before us, open up the secrets of the Quran to me, Allahu Akbar. Now, because we are all connected here, yeah? To the line of Ilm. so at least some amount of time should be taken out to recite the Quran. So I was saying the ayat that holds the greatest hope is that وَلَصَوْفَ يعطيك ربك Allah Taala give us the tawfiq in hidayat of carrying out amal salih. Allah Taala. Continue to give us the Hidayat of carrying out our Salat and our Siyam. Allah Ta'ala give us the Tawfiq and the Hidayat of carrying out Tilawat of Al Qur'an. And even though it may be for a little while, let us also engage in the dhikr of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Keep some and some type of practice in Ma'mul, even though it may just be ten times. The Kalima at Tayyibah, La ilaha illallah. There is no Maksud, there is no object there is no goal there is nothing that we desire our object is allah but allah la maabuda there is no deity and rabb besides allah imanakum allah renew your iman by constantly repeating the kalima tayyiba la ilaha illallah and this is how tawheed and the oneness of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would become entrenched in our hearts Hazrat morana here is not well allah ta'ala grant him shifa you know regarding myself also i was about feverish earlier on and technically what can i say the doctors did not even give me permission to travel it is out of your people's muhabbat your muhabbat and your love, I've presented myself here. Allah Ta'ala let me benefit as well. And Allah Ta'ala reward us all abundantly. Those who have made all of this possible, Allah Ta'ala re- reward them. Allah Ta'ala bless me with external and internal health, outward and inward. Zahiri and Batini, health. Allah Ta'ala protect us and our children, what can I say? This is the work and khidmat of Hazrat Muhammad Lasab. This was his inheritance. Allah Ta'ala give me the tawfiq and hidayat of fulfilling the hak of this. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat. Allahumma inna nasaluka al-sihhata wal-ifata wal-amanata wa husna al-khulk wa bil-qadr Oh Allah, we ask you for health. We ask you for chastity. We ask you. I ask you for trustworthiness. We ask you for hosnal uh, khulq. We ask you for good character. War rida bil qadr and to be pleased with taqdir. رَبَّنَا تَقَبَّلْ مِنَّا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ وَتُبْعَلِينَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ التَّوَابُ الرَّحِيمُ بِحُرْمَةِ سَيِّدِ النَّبِيِّ الْكَرِيمِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ